for you. Uh, Ross did not qualify for the final four this year. He did make the championship cut, but not he did not advance through the bracket, so to speak. So he was not in the final four, but he won the race, and it's the first time in a decade that um, – actually longer than a decade, that the race winner in the championship race was not a championship-eligible guy. So Ryan Blaney, who finished second, Joey Logano's teammate, uh, won the championship this year, his first. And you know what? It was really interesting because there were four drivers in it, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Kyle Larson, and Christopher Bell. The average age of the four was under 30 years old. It was 28 in a couple months, I believe. So really interesting for NASCAR and something they're pushing and very optimistic about is to have this next generation of drivers, you know, putting it forward and, and deciding the championship. Yeah, Ryan Blaney had a terrific uh, season, not only win, winning the Cup Series uh, at Phoenix this past week, but also winner of the Coca-Cola 600 and the Yellowwood 500. That's a Talladega race. And uh, winner of a big playoff race in Martinsville. I guess that right. set him up to uh, claim the championship, didn't it? It really did, and he needed to win that race. So it was kind of a clutch move for him. So that's what did it, and he was strong during the playoffs. And it kind of shows a little bit how this format works with NASCAR. You know, if you can win late, you're doing all right. And that's what sets you up to be championship eligible. Yeah, you know the uh, you mentioned that he's Joey Logano's teammate, and it just goes to show you the generosity of Joey. Having won it last year for the second time, he, he says, "Well, I'm going to let my teammate win <laughs> win it this year and keep it in the Penske family." That's a, that's a true dynasty, isn't it? Well, I'll tell you what, that is a big deal, and it's the first time Roger Penske's ever had his team win back to back titles. So, really, is a it lot, really you know, amazing? Yes, yeah. yes, and in NASCAR. He's done it in IndyCar, but in NASCAR, it's the first time. And, you know, it was really great speaking with him after the race and just seeing how proud he was. You know, that whole team went in, and he actually had one of his IndyCar drivers, Scott McLaughlin, who is uh, from New Zealand, but he races for Roger. In fact, he won at St. Petersburg. And uh, Scott came out to Phoenix for the race to cheer on Ryan Blaney. So it's really kind of cool how all of their drivers across the different series um, he also has sports car guys and how they all really came into support. But Ryan is a good kid, and I, I remember doing my first interview with him when he was really young, 18, 19 years old. And it was funny. We were at a luncheon in Miami, and, um, you know, they had some interview opportunities beforehand, and nobody was talking to him. And I felt bad that he was just sitting there. So I went over and talked to him and learned a little bit about him, and who would have known all these years later um, he'd end up being a NASCAR Cup Series champion. Well, it's always you've always brought these racers good karma. Uh, b besides uh, Ryan Blaney, uh, you remember that when you were on the show here and we we had Ross Chastain on, how good he's been since then. So, <laughs> I hope. exactly, and I need to remind him of that. But yeah, but surely I am part of all of that. <laughs> it's the last thing he needs to get him over the top to become the Cup Series champion. Is another appearance on the show here. So we'll work on that I will next season. <laughs> Yes, we will. I will work on that and see if I can't help grease the skids a little bit. It might help William Byron too. Uh, he was the pole uh, sitter in the, at Phoenix. He finished third overall in points. He was one of the four who had a chance, but uh, he had six wins on the season. Actually, the most of any of any of the drivers. But uh, a little bit short at the end, he didn't win the cup. He's really very interesting and a super nice young man, by the way. But he started racing doing the iRacing, 
that's how he started. He was a teenager. You know, he wasn't one of these kids that, you know, was racing from the time he was, you know, five or six years old and quarter midgets and all of that. He started racing on iRacing. And I feel like, and he's, you know, it's actually, you'd be surprised how many of the young drivers now really got their start and began doing it on that. So I think it's really kind of something we're going to see here in the future over the next decade. I bet more and more we're going to see the next generation of these drivers, a lot of them having gotten their start in uh, iRacing. But William is super talented, a super nice young man, and what a great season. I always wonder, and I ask him afterwards, you know, it's, it's tough to win the most races of anyone in the series, the most for you, you know, career-wise yourself and then not win the championship at the end. But that's, you know, that's part of what makes it interesting. That's why they race, right? Well, you mentioned the future, and I guess Steve Phelps did that State of the Sport press conference. Uh, what are the key takeaways from that? Well, I think I think a lot of it actually is what I kind of just said in terms of these young drivers that are up and coming, and just there's so much to see. This next generation is in great hands. You know, oftentimes when you have a driver like this year, Kevin Harvick and Tampa's Eric Almarola stepping away from full-time competition and, you know, who's going to come in. And I think that they've got a great group of people ready to step in there and, and keep the sport exciting. And I think, I think they are very excited. There's going to be a big television deal announced soon. And that's kind of, you know, I think that's always pretty representative of how the sport is doing on a national or international level is, what are people willing to pay for the TV rights? And uh, NASCAR has been in negotiations, I guess, for a little while. But the good news is they've had lots and lots of offers. So that's, uh, I think that's kind of going to be the next big thing that we hear out of them. So the, with NBC and with Fox this year, is that going to continue next year? Well, we'll find out. Ah, so it's, <laughs> we'll it's find a, out. Yeah, so developing I, situation. I, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you about Women with Drive. Women with Drive Part Three. Uh, that was uh, uh, an event that that I saw that you mentioned. Uh, what was that about? Well, that is such an amazing program. Lynn St. James, who you may know, who's an IndyCar driver and raced in the Indianapolis 500. She was also a very accomplished sports car driver. She and um, Beth Peretta, who is a team owner of IndyCar and fielded a car in the Indy 500 last year. Started this obviously a couple of years ago, and it's really to help women come together and network. And, you know, it's, it's fantastic. There are people that are, you know, team owners that talk, corporate sponsors that are talking about it. We have media that are doing it. The drivers speak. And it's really kind of a great gathering spot to have people and meet and network. And I'm very proud to be part of it. I, I have been, uh, for the last couple of years, and I actually uh, help Lynn out on that as much as I possibly can and kind of work a little bit behind the scenes on that, too. So it, for me, I take a lot of pride in it. And there were over 400 people that attended this year. It was at Phoenix Raceway on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And that's a big crowd to come. And they have all these fantastic speakers. Steve Phelps, president of NASCAR, was among those. Uh, Bobby Labonte, a former NASCAR champion, also spoke. But it's really a time to come, like I said, and network and meet others and, you know, kind of keep trying to raise that bar and break that glass ceiling in this sport. You know, uh, among the things that have changed this year, we lost a, 
um, a couple of people, one to retirement, Kevin Harvick, but also uh, Sherry Pollux. Uh, you know, I understand yeah. that she was an important figure in the racing thank community. You for, thank you for bringing that up. She was not only an important figure, but a dear friend of mine. And we actually went through our cancer treatment at the same time. Um, we would call and text while we're sitting there with the chemo running through our bodies. And she was such an amazing person, and it's still very sad and very unbelievable to me, but she passed away from ovarian cancer. And what wonderful things that she left as a legacy in terms of making a difference for other patients and the amount of money that she donated to hospitals and and things like that. So I really appreciate you mentioning that because she was an amazing person. And, you know, gosh, I, I hope I can leave the world in such a better place like she was able to do. Well, you went a long way to doing that with the Pink Ribbon Gala that you had a couple of weeks ago as part of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Sorry, we couldn't get you on in October, but schedules being uh, what they were. But uh, but I understand it was very successful. We we did a great job, I have to say. I'm so proud of it. It's the, the largest organization in Polk County, and uh, we had we had, again, 400 people attending, and I'm lucky enough to do the MC every year. And so that was a lot of fun. But to have everyone come out and to contribute and be able to help women here locally. You know, a lot of times when you hear about uh, events like this or organizations, the money goes somewhere else. But all the money that we raise stays here locally, and we help patients. And uh, Polk County is our main goal, and but we also do, you know, Orange County, Hillsborough County, Arcadia, all these different places, DeSoto County, all the places around, and we help women with the expenses, not the medical expenses, but their everyday life expenses. So it, it's hard. Maybe you need a babysitter. How do you get there? You need travel. Maybe you need help with rent because you're spending so much money fighting breast cancer. So it's really something I'm super proud of and so grateful to all the people in, in, in the area that came out for it. We even had the Lakeland Mayor uh, Mutz was out and spoke for us. So really a big deal. And it keeps growing every year. And and unfortunately, we have so many new cases of breast cancer that, um, you know, people are diagnosed. So the need is there, and we are doing all we can, certainly, to help. Well, thank you for being with us tonight, Holly. We really appreciate it, and, and uh, what a great NASCAR season. And look forward to uh, next year, which starts up pretty soon. One last question, though. You had, had us a little bit worried last week. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm doing okay, thanks. I'm working. I got a little bit of a... A bit of a complication thing, but I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Oh well, I'm, I'm glad it's I'm glad it's going okay. It really, uh, it's really wonderful I'm to tough. talk to you again. Uh, I'm tough. I've learned to be very tough. <laughs> <laughs> you are tough. You are the absolute best, and we are so grateful anytime you can come on. And uh, just a terrific job this season, and we look forward to next season. And have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us, Holly. Thank you for having me, and for all that you do for the sport and getting it out there. It means a lot to me to come on and. I love my, I love this area. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Holly. Uh, joining us, Holly Kane in the Ozone, the, the wonderful Holly Kane's a uh, Polk County icon, a NASCAR icon, one of the, one of the all-time great writers. And uh, we're so glad that she was on with us tonight and that she's doing well. And uh, we're glad that you are joining us tonight here in the Ozone. So glad that we're going to give away $30 for the Lakeland Ale House. And you can call in now because this is a category. You pick a category night first. So you don't have to wait. 682-1430. And we'll 
We'll give it away after the break on Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF. Hi, I'm Chris Shivers, two-time PBR world champion, and you're listening to Ronnie in the Ozone. Ronnie O, Coach Joe in the Ozone. The Ozone tonight brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors, turning scrap metal into cash. All right, it's time for the Lakeland Alehouse Sports Quiz. Uh, coming up right now, and this is pick a category, 682-1430, and you can choose the question from either the college football, college basketball, baseball, or pro football category. So I'm not going to read the question because there's four different ones here. You call 682-1430, and, you, and if you haven't won in the last six months, you have a chance to answer the question of a category that you choose. And these questions, if you follow the sport in particular, you, you should be able to answer that. None of these involve obscure knowledge or anything like that. In fact, uh, most of these involve stuff that's happening right now. So if you're following and keeping up with the particular sport, whether it be college football, college basketball, baseball, or pro football, call us 682-1430. You pick the category. I'll give you the question, and it's your chance to win the $30 off your tab at the Lakeland Ale House at 5650 South Florida Avenue with drink and meal specials every night and 40 strategically located TVs and and let me tell you something, Dr. Mike Lean and I on a Saturday, we left when there's a lot of college football going on, that's the place to be. We line up six TVs in a row and, and we, we've got uh, all of the games right in front of us. And in fact, that's probably what kept me from going insane on Saturday was I was watching the Gators game at the Ale House and so I couldn't throw things or, or scream or curse <laughs> because I was in a public place. And uh, it's probably a good thing. That was a tough one, no doubt about it. And we appreciate Adam Silverstein joining us uh, to talk about that and, and appreciate Holly Kane joining us to re- recap the great NASCAR Championship Cup Series, which concluded this past weekend in Phoenix. Uh, Daryl's joining us on the line. Hey, Daryl. How's it going? Good, good. You know, you're about time you win one of these, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. We can. We, what, what are the categories? Okay, college football college basketball baseball or pro football and if you're keeping up with what's going on right now you should be able to answer um in in any of these categories well let's 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 go with the football question and see what they say you want college or pro college you got it okay simple enough how you feel about the cfp rankings oh (laughs) 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 we'll see well first of all it's way too early to anticipate because um, the the one the one and three teams are in the same league and they're going to play each other. Well, then you might probably know the answer to this because the question is which team is ranked number one in this week's CFP rankings. I'm going to say Ohio State. That's correct. Actually, it was multiple choice: uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, or FSU. But the correct answer is Ohio wow. State. Well done. Okay. So, yeah. so Ohio State and Michigan will play, assuming that I don't know. I, my, I haven't heard yet. Have they run Jim Harbaugh off yet? <laughs> yeah, is it the NCAA that's going to run him off? Because it looks like Michigan is starting to circle the wagons. Their lawyers just put out a huge ten-page statement or something in his defense, uh, and they they got rid of the guy who was doing all the uh, illegal uh, spying and so forth. Uh, so, but no, uh, Harbaugh survives for hold, now. Hold on, hold on a second. But, but get Let's back with back me after the Ohio State game. Yeah, well, well, hold on a second. They got rid of the guy who admitted he was doing it. Well, he got caught doing it, yeah, but he admitted it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we, we know that it wasn't his idea. Someone else's idea was doing that. That's what we And so Harbaugh has what is called in political circles 
plausible deniability. Oh, yeah, for sure. He is definitely insulated from, from all of this. I don't think it'll bring him down, but I do think that, uh, you know, depending on uh, the outcome of this season, I do think Harbaugh continues to seek an NFL job uh, if he can get one, and that, that would be his, his preference down the line. I don't think that Harbaugh is going to be there for the long term one way or the other. Well, he's but, already been in the NFL once. Yeah, and he was doing fine in San Francisco. He got him to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Michigan job opened up. And it's worked out well for him. But, you know, he wants to go back to the NFL. And it can't be about money, I don't think. Although I guess NFL coaches could make a little bit more. But these days, college coaches like him are paid so much. Oh, and, yeah. and they can become untouchable, you know, like Jimbo well, college, Fisher. Jimbo Fisher lives on, right? <laughs> the college game has changed. With the portal and with NIL, the college game has changed. And... um and I, I was listening. I was listening to the guy call, that called in talking about the Gators, and he he's way more rosy on it than I am. And one of the reasons is because after this season's over, assuming a third consecutive losing season, which is what we're looking at, um, and you can go back in the records and see when the last time Florida's had three consecutive losing. Yeah, seasons. it's been a it's been a long time. A long. Long time. Hey, Daryl, give us a call back next week. We can talk more about that. Maybe uh, we'll learn something from this weekend's game. Uh, Ronnie's going to be back. He'll He's out there studying it now. I'm going to give you to Eric so you can take your information. i got to wrap up the show. But okay. it's, hey, it's great talking to you, Daryl. Congratulations. Talking to you. Okay. All right. See you later. We'll catch you later, man. And uh, real quick before we uh, part, uh, the Andy Bean Memorial Tournament has been scheduled. It's for January 15th. It's going to be at Grasslands. Now, for it's a four-person scramble, and it, uh, it's $1,000 for the four-person scramble, plus sponsorships are available. Uh, contact Ricky Lee at 863-581-9688 for more information. It benefits the first team. It's an awesome thing to do. And we thank you for joining us tonight. We'll see you next time on the Ozone Talk Radio 96.7 WLKF.